we're back with Butt Week at the Hallmark. It's been two months since our first episode of Season 3, and Patty and I are back to bring you all the reviews. Hi, Patty. Hi, Chingai. <laughs> I can't believe we're back. Yeah, we had to skip out because it's been pretty hectic. There's been an election. There's still an ongoing count, but you know what? We're, we're taking a break from that and just diving into the Hallmark Cinematic Universe for some from, for some feel-good vibes and some not-so-feel-good vibes, too. <laughs> <laughs> can always trust on, on Hallmark to cheer and lift up our spirits, and boy, do we need a lot of that. <laughs> so maybe, Chinga, you can start us off. Yeah, we're gonna start off with two of our A-listers here. Always Amore is our first pick of this episode. Always Amore stars Autumn Reeser, Tyler Hines, and Patty McCormack. As Elizabeth tries to keep her late husband's once-acclaimed restaurant afloat, she's forced to work with a consultant to turn things around. You're gonna let this person who we've never met turn everything upside down? He's the best in the business. I promised Marco that I would keep his vision alive. I won't forget that. Everything we do comes from the heart, and I don't want to lose that. You have everything that you need to get back on top right in front of you. I had a lot of people counting on me. Then I realized I could count on you. I was really excited Always for this. Obviously, it was Autumn and Tyler. I mean, how, how can you not be excited? And, you know, we, we love those Italian food movies, Italian family movies. We, we still had that in the Wedding Veil trilogy, and I guess that crossed over to Always Amore. <laughs> uh, we, we have, like, several tropes here that I think are more akin to the movies and mysteries genre. This feels like a heavier type of movie only because Autumn plays a widow. And it's like she has the ghost of her ex-husband hanging over this entire movie because everything's affected by the fact that her husband died. So Tyler comes in. He's a consultant that's supposed to help save the restaurant of Autumn's ex-husband, and then, yeah, we, we get a big family. I, I generally like food movies. My only beef <laughs> with this is that it just feels so heavy, and I, I wanted something really mm. bubbly and effervescent for Tyler and Autumn. The, the other thing that was a no for me for this one was that there was a kid. <laughs> so it has all those, you know, it has all those elements that kind of, it just feels like a downer. How about you, Patty? What do you think? I mean, this is a prime example of Tyler Hines and Autumn Reeser can do no wrong. Yes, there were things that I nitpicked about this movie as well. We had, as always, the trope of like the chef cook off in the end I'm like what like they still managed to put it in <laughs> there was a child that wasn't quite endearing there was an underutilized grandma that was just you know like used for quips which I don't appreciate like I prefer if they have like you know a better storyline and there wasn't enough kilig like you know that frisson and it's so sad because it's Autumn and it's Tyler and this is Hallmark royalty and I think it is because of the the ghost of 
the husband chef looming over their romance that it's hard for us to really dive in on top of them being you know it's the enemies to lovers kind of situation but we don't quite see the lovers part because it's a lot of enemies and then let's team up and save this thing but not a lot of like i mean there were some glimpses of you know looking at each other across the table at a dinner but i wanted more they could have exploited it so much more given the caliber of talent they had needless to say i still enjoyed it but could have been so much better considering the powerhouse of stars they had yeah i i wish this script had gone to like less capable actors and then it would have been much worse um, <laughs> I, I still applaud autumn and tyler i mean i watch them in everything they star in regardless of uh, you know kids in the movie or not so always more is fine i mean it'll make you want to eat italian food at the very least and you know what i'm always game for that moving on <laughs> Our next movie, and guys, if you noticed, this is just a catch-all for every movie we watched between January and now, <laughs> so it's a mixed bag, but we are going to cover Butlers in Love all the way back in January, starring Stacey Farber and Corey Cott. Sparks fly at a prestigious butler academy where determined Emma and rebellious Henry train to become royal butlers. Hello? This is Charles Willoughby from the American Butler Academy. Yes! <laughs> butler school can be harder to get into than law school. Go rather left, Miss Conroy. You're butling. Need some work. <gasps> You're not supposed to eat the dish yet. The Henry Walker guy? He comes from a long line of butlers. He's been driving me nuts since day one. I think they rather need each other. Butlers this movie was the bright spot of the first quarter <laughs> on top of the Wedding Veil trilogy that was, you know, here and there. But I love the fresh faces that Corey Cott and Stacey Farber bring. The tropes we get here aren't as tropey as you would find. Of course, we have clumsy girl, cocky guy. We have enemies to lovers, which is always nice. But it's just so creative in that I have never seen butlers on Hallmark, we've seen a gamut of professions, but never butler training. Like, who wrote this? I love it because it really feels like they were just drunk and they were like, <laughs> you know those like magnetic poetry sets where you're like, let's, this is how we're gonna brainstorm. And they were like, butler, clumsy, royalty, let's do it. And I'm like, I love it. <laughs> so I usually recommend a movie to my sister and her husband who is the biggest fan of Hallmark movies with me which is so strange and I love it and they moved into a new house and I brought this movie as I visited and everyone loved it and I they they brought out fancy chocolates because they were like you know in the spirit of butlers in love <laughs> it was just a really nice experience and it felt so this is the kind of movie that hooks in non-usual Hallmark movie goers because it's so delightful. I ended up going on a Corey Cott spiral with my sister. He's apparently a Broadway guy and that's why, yes, he, he has his entire like video with Jeremy Jordan and that's what my sister is a huge fan. How do, so, how do you know, I not Shanghai, know this? <laughs> I, I need to get back on the Jeremy Jordan <laughs> rabbit hole. <laughs> 
he is part of the Jared Jor cinematic universe, and so it was just really nice. I, I, I would love to see more of Corey Cobb. I would love to see more of Stacey Farber and more of butlers and more of weird-ass <laughs> professions. Give it to us. Enough of these, like, party planners and interior designers and small-town lawyers. Give me butlers. Who knew? I love it. I love how... Stacy Farmer was like obsessed with being a butler since the time she was like a little girl watching like fake Downton Abbey on TV. It's just the best thing it. ever. And and you know what? I love the chemistry between them. You're, I I completely agree. They're so fresh. It's so nice to see new faces in these like magnetic poetry ridiculous plots. I love when they're watching <laughs> the fake Downton Abbey on her bed and like she he's like why are you so obsessed and she goes you gotta watch this and, and it's like the, the, the stupidest thing for him and and he's so amused <laughs> by her <laughs> and and I love it you know he comes off as cocky in the beginning like yeah he's a legacy butler who knew there was such a thing <laughs> and so it's in his blood right so he just does everything right he can he can make a grilled cheese and recommend all these things and then and then we have that storyline where you know he he wants to be more than a butler <laughs> he wants to be more than a butler <laughs> he wants to be a chef <laughs> so it's just it's just perfect and then, and then his parents come and his mom Okay, his mom looks like Kate Middleton, you know, speaking of royalty. She has that, like, like that blow-dry hair, and his, his dad has an accent. I don't know where his dad is from for some reason. And, you know, they, they, they get to know each other. I, I love these meet-the-parents scenes. And I, I think that, you know, they, they don't just look good together. They play off each other well. And then I like how you feel like they're equals from beginning to end. Can you tell? I've been thinking about this movie a lot. <laughs> like I watched it maybe three times, I think. I love the the setting also. Like in the end, I think does she go to Scotland or something? And then and then they it's it's very the holiday when she's she's riding the cab and then she's gonna she decides to leave because she wants a life, you know, out outside of being a butler. <laughs> butler. <laughs> and, and she runs across him in the on the road and it, it's just so nice and I have to give it to Cory Cott's hair. It, it's so lush. He looks like a Bridgerton <laughs> brother. So, so yes, Corey, come yes. back to the Hallmark Cinematic Universe. I, I, you, you and Jer, Jer should have a movie together. Exactly what my sister said when we realized he was in the Jer universe. And I, I mean, you can nitpick about how like she was so obsessed about being a butler, and then <laughs> in the end just drops it. But they did it in such a Hallmark way that you're like, yeah, of course she'd drop it. Obviously, she wants a fam with this hottie, and like. They're just kissing everywhere, kissing as butlers and chef in the hotel. Like they did, they did a nice Chekhov's gun of like, oh look at this hotel where you could both work. Like ugh, teaser. And yeah, it was a bit annoying to have the whole family drama of you know his dad not wanting him to quit being a legacy butler. But like it's nice that his mom supported him, and <laughs> it's so stupid. But that is the kind of Hallmark movie I want: high class stupidity. You know, like, give me, I'm not thinking of the logic because I'm so enamored with the chemistry. And that's what I got. Yeah. When When we're we're back. back. More (laughs) high-class stupidity. (laughs) 
welcome to But Make It Hallmark. You're still here with me, Patty, and my co-host, Jingai, and we are catching up on the uh, high-class stupidity that is the lovely <laughs> movies of the Hallmark Cinematic Universe that we've cherry-picked for you guys because we just could not be bothered to <laughs> recap everything, all the <laughs> shenanigans that went on, on top of, you know, democracy dying. So, in this part of the episode, we will be covering two more movies. First off would be Feeling Butterflies, starring Kayla Wallace and Kevin McGarry. Emily's booming butterfly business delivers monarchs to a birthday party where she meets single dad, Garrett. Does anyone know what butterflies eat? Fruit slices or sugar water. One little flutter. You're really pretty. My dad thinks so. The guy has a total crush on you. Changes everything. I kind of like him. You got, you got something up here? It's like a little bit down? Here? I... <laughs> <Guys>. butterflies. <laughs> For more magnetic poetry <laughs> in terms of the world building, I love it. We get real-life couple Kayla Wallace and Kevin McGarry, which is like genius of Hallmark to market on and to do it, it the way Filipino movies do it. Love teams are a thing of real couples or, you know, fake couples on screen getting together in real life and then doing movies together and it works so well. So now that we have two gorgeous people from the Hallmark Cinematic Universe, from the One Calls Heart, One Calls a Heart family coupling up and they're so pretty, yes, give them all the fucking movies. Is this necessarily the best outing? No. I will say, no, it wasn't. <laughs> but again, this is the pretty people doing pretty things can do anything. And I have to say, it is ingenious and slightly disturbing once more that the uh, job roulette has yeah. landed us on butterfly wrangler at parties and, like, conservationist? Strange, but I'll take it. And then we have, once again, single dad, Kevin McGarry. But wait, just like in The Wedding Veil, he is a bajillionaire, which I said <laughs> in the first episode does not fit the Kevin McGarry brand. He is more salt of the earth, man of the people. If they, But you know what? I appreciate it. Sure. Play to philanthropist. I'm still not buying it, but maybe do it one more time and I'll fall. But because you're pretty, I'll give it to you cons of this movie obviously is the many many plot lines from the competing butterfly wrangler with no heart <laughs> nemesis to the uh, bridezilla bride who wants too many fucking butterflies to the daughter that was okay but not really okay to the ex-girlfriend who's still in her life and wants stability but wait there's more. I have to call it out. Whoever did the CGI of the stupid butterflies yeah. probably did the uh, Emily Ullerup, Christopher <laughs> Russell CGI movie because these butterflies are terrible. Yeah, so it has a lot of cons. But you know what? It's Kevin and Kayla. And I'm just imagining them offset canoodling and being in love. And I'm happy. So it is because they are a couple in real life together that makes me forgive a lot of the flaws of this movie. There's just... Guys, I, I mentioned like 10 things, none of which I appreciated. So there's too much going on in this one. Pros, I like her dad. I like her assistant. If they just focused on those things, it would have been cool. It would have been good. 
if they had like it's the Coco Chanel remove one thing before you leave the house remove 10 plot points before you go Hallmark like come on she's already a butterfly wrangler that is like butler level weird give them simplicity it deserved that let their chemistry shine because my goodness Kevin McGarry doing renovations in the house making you know that is what I'm here for he looks good doing that man of the people soul of the earth give me that give me kevin with a hammer kevin with an axe kevin without a shirt on these are the things i want anyway neither here nor there chingai how did you find feeling butterflies i have a point uh for argument here i didn't Ooh. like the dad i found him really creepy so <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know that's another thing uh yeah you're right there's just too many things going on and i just had an idea right now like, what if we took Kevin and Kayla from Feeling Butterflies and switched them over, put them in Always Amore, <gasps> and then put Autumn and Tyler in Feeling Butterflies? Because I think Autumn and Tyler may do, do so the butterflies <laughs> much yeah. more justice. And then yes. Kevin and Kayla, I think, will be more suited to the Italian family restaurant yes. thing. Yes, because yeah, Kevin has the Listen, this yeah. is free advice, yeah. Hallmark. Yeah. Kevin has the cockiness to do the, you know, chef critic. I've been to Hong Kong, you know, giving my Gordon Ramsay take on things. And autumn and nature? Can you just imagine mm-hmm. her, like, being enamored by, you know, all these lovely butterfly things? She would do so well. And then mm-hmm. Kayla would also get to stretch her acting chops because she'd have this, like, oh, my God, I can't move on widow, Right. But also be in the comfort of the of the very familiar trope of family and cooking and Italian shit, which Hallmark does so well. So yeah, that's right. Give the new shit to the old guns and give the old shit to the new people. That way, everybody wins, including us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I see. Like I I feel like they could have done more in terms of on-screen chemistry because like mm. off-screen yes. you you and I have been following them on Instagram right yes. you see the chemistry there but like somehow I, I don't I don't see it coming across on screen and I think it's because we're limited by the the butter <laughs> the butterflies we're limited by the kid we're limited by the creepy dad we're limited by the ex-girlfriend <laughs> we're, we're limited by all these things and you know like, we want them to thrive we're rooting for kevin and kayla kevin is still keeping up with the hair game yes. i love it i love it so much i mean he and cory cut can like do a hair off i they yes. can be bridgerton bros too sure oh why not oh my god <gasps> Bitch yeah. to Hallmark. I mean, Bridgerton is so huge. They need mm-hmm. to do... I know we already have one calls the heart, but Regency is different. And I think we need to do a Luscious Locks Brotherhood. Like yes. A, we should do like a wedding veil in reverse of like three brothers, right? That like, I mean, they love... It's, it's like that Chad Michael Murray movie that we didn't like where the three brothers help out their mom, except yes. it's a trilogy of yes. movies. So who would our third guy be? Who has the best hair? Who has oh. good hair? Chris McNally. I, <laughs> Who else? <laughs> no, yes, 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 yes. Done, 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 done. It can even mm-hmm. be like three like adoptive brothers or like three friends that went to like, you know, just these like things. And like, yeah, I propose this. I don't know. I mean, they could all be like, it could be very bottled with love. You know, these wanderers type of guys that had to go back to the big city kind of thing. I don't know, but I like it. 
do it, Hallmark. Do a trilogy where the guys are the binding force. It worked with Wedding Veil trilogy. And do it again. From monarch butterflies, let's move on to the monarchy with <laughs> a royal runaway romance starring Philippa Northeast and Brant Doherty. Princess Amelia of Bunbury travels across America to explore a budding romance with an artist only to fall in love with her bodyguard, Grady. It's been an honor painting you. I've loved every moment. Princess Amelia is following her heart to America. Grady will tend to you during your stay. Just to be clear, I don't need a bodyguard. Look, I need to get to Chicago, all right? You know I can't let you go, right? Give my niece a little freedom. She's been waiting her whole life for her, after all. The places love will take you. Sorry. Put your heart on the line. It takes courage. I mean, this is straight up Chasing Liberty, isn't it? She, she's... Yeah, if you've seen Chasing Liberty, yes. you know how this works. Even if you haven't more. seen Chasing Liberty, you just see the ad for this and you know what's going to happen. Uh, she's in love with an artist and she leaves her kingdom to chase after him, but she needs a bodyguard and, of course, they fall in love. Highlights of this, again, fresh faces. I love it. She is so endearing as a princess. She, I don't know, she, she, she looks like, she looks dignified. Her mm. accent is good. Um, you know, she does the conservative, but wide-eyed, you know, innocent very well. Meanwhile, Brandt looks like a Mills and Boone dude. He's very, like, Fifty Shades of Grey, kind of. So, so like, I, I mean, he's hot, but he also makes me kind of uncomfortable because he's so good-looking, you know? Mm. So, I, I don't know, yeah. Um, I, I can imagine, I can imagine uh, falling in love with him in a barn somewhere in Middle America. Sure. I like the gay uncle, by the way. So, he reminds me of which, which which king ad, abdicated the throne and um, married uh, um, Edward Edward the something yeah. Edward <laughs> anyway yeah Simpson, right? he yeah. yeah 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 so it reminds me of him like he's just living his life in America uh, gay uncle this, though right gay yeah uncle. gay uncle yeah, I love yeah. It. I love so, it so love love that uh, the color grading of this movie was really weird it, it felt <laughs> like like really orange or really sunsetty? I don't know. I think they were trying to evoke like California, and so it's like ah. super like saturated. But then obviously it's a road trip movie, and so it's not just California. But yeah, yeah I, I feel you on the weirdness of the uh, yeah the inconsistent color grading. <laughs> <laughs> but you know that yeah, that's a nitpick. Overall, I really like this movie. Um, I think because it it does royalty differently because we get a girl for mm. once it's not it's not a prince or a king or whatever you know she and she she's very she's delightful that's what all i can say and and you know we get all the usual stuff where she's fighting for you know her her freedom while keeping the throne i i think that princess amelia is pushing it a little because it's it's way too too close to the princess diaries <laughs> but you know that's neither here nor there pretty people will always look good together and then throw in royalty then i'm in yeah i love the road trip aspect of this i love the fresh faces baker's son guy is so good looking this is baker's son guy right and mm -hmm, again mm -hmm. more freaking fresh faces i love the road trip to america I love how, you know, like, you, you meet people along the way that you, you know, of course, the innkeeper and his wife, 
mixed race couple. Come on, gay uncle who's like the cool royal. Yes, this movie had so many peppered in like details that made it incredibly palatable and entertaining. And this is how you do royal movies. You don't make it like stuffiness. Like you make it about them trying to break free because then you get to see them outside the restrictions of royalty, which is the patina of monarchy and the background of like you know class or whatever. But it was really nice, and I, I would love to see more from these actors because, like, I don't care where the oldies, the bad oldies who have left have gone. Like, let them go and give more space to all these wonderful fresh faces. I'm all in. Yeah, this this was really romantic for me, and not not in a not in a cheesy way. I mean, yes, it's cheesy, it's Hallmark, but you know, like in the Hallmark scheme of things, it, it wasn't like super cheesy. I, I found it really romantic and swoon worthy. With a guy like that, we would swoon anytime. It, it's it's really chasing liberty meets the bodyguard vibes, and I, I woo, love this <laughs> shit. When we're back, though, we will never forget Mary Kill. And we are back. Welcome back to But Make It Hallmark. We have now come to the part of the episode where we do Mary. Oh, sh- shit. Chingai, wait. What? Sorry. What? I think we forgot. What? We wanted to cover. <laughs> I'm ready for guess, Mary Kill. What's up? I, I know. Unfortunately, before we get to Mary Kill, we would like to, um, I guess, introduce a new segment of the episode called Ick of the Week. <laughs> and Ick of the Week is where we present the pick that made us go Ick. <laughs> and uh, our first, the honorary inaugural member of Ick of the Week goes to none other than The Perfect Pairing, starring Nisneen Contractor and Brendan Elliott. Oh my god, I can't believe I said his Gasp! name. Gasp! <laughs> Let me bleep that out and post-prod. Perfect Pairing tells the story of an influential and anonymous food and wine critic, Christina, who slips on ice and falls while visiting a winery, and no one knows who she is. Single father Michael and his family take her in to help her jog her memory. With Ick of the Week, guys, we will not play the preview because we just don't want to waste your time. And I think the uh, moral of this story, (laughs) or rather this segment, is please just don't touch this movie with a 10-foot pole because we did it for you and you don't have to suffer. (laughs) Yeah, this movie is like an amnesian movie and, like, you know, I want to forget it. But no, it's like burned in my brain. We get he who must not be named desecrating the, that new radical song he's singing oh <laughs> in a convertible, no. and no. that just like give gave me the heebie jeebies. Never again, never again. <laughs> never again gets a whole new meaning. Chingai, I think what I just want to say is that as I was recording, uh, preparing for the episode. I wanted to do a review of the movies, and then I was like, wait, I don't think I've ever watched Perfect Bearing. Let me look it up. So I put it last, <laughs> and then I'm like two minutes in, nope, nope, I've watched this, and <laughs> I do not need to watch this again. Guys, this is just one of those, um, well, number one, Disney has never been my favorite 
Omar Bissar, and I think she just needs the perfect movie, and this was not it, to to get me to like her. But on top of like the boyfriend trope of like, oh, there's a boyfriend, but then the amnesia, they don't do the amnesia well. He has this he has this family business problem where the grapes are bad, but then they have this like ice wine. Ice wine. <laughs> Stupid. I, I just can't. I can't deal. There's a daughter. There's a father. There's like the grandfather. There's the, uh, guys, 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 guys. Butlers are away. so much more believable than an ice wine vineyard. So just yeah, skip, skip, and head to Butlers in Love instead. That's, and that that's it for our first installment of Ick of the Week. You're welcome for this public service announcement. All I'm right. all ready for f- Mary Kill after we got that out of the way. Chingai, why don't you kick us off? Who are we fucking this week? I am fucking the bodyguard because, you know, that, that's like the perfect, that's the perfect fling. Like, we're on a road trip and no one's gonna know. He's my protector. He's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna protect <laughs> myself. No one's gonna find out, you know? And, I mean, look at him, Right? So, yeah, check to the bodyguard. I mean, I don't blame you. That's like all the fantasies coming true. But I have a terribly, terribly soft spot for... (laughs) (laughs) Tyler Hines, whatever you do, wherever you go, even with a not-so-great haircut in this movie. I was going to say, even with that Roman emperor haircut... (laughs) Even with that, that is a di- what a what a difference. How I have been indoctrinated into the cult that will do anything for Tyler Hines. The Hines, I am with you. Your king is a king. I would fuck that shit any time of day. Tap that ass. He just. I love the cockiness. I love the confidence. I love the you know. But I'm a good guy. I'm looking out for you. Ah, oh, yes, yes. Save me. I am the damsel in distress. Tell me how I can turn my life around. Yes, let's be fucking. Go get him. Go get him. Who are we marrying? I'm marrying the chef slash butler, Corey Cott. I can't help myself. I, I just can imagine. I can imagine us, uh, like, what, watching Downton Abbey before going to bed at night until we grow old. And then he can cook, he can cook for me, you know. Mm. And... Yeah, I, I think I'll be well taken care of in in all aspects with him as my husband. And you? I, I support. I support this. Um, unfortunately, I'm a sucker for a philanthropist, and I want my <laughs> wife of leisure. As we send off Kevin McGarry's daughter to boarding school, where I never have to deal with her again, <laughs> I then enter his life as the evil stepmother who is a kept woman and just doesn't have to worry about money or anything. And I get to enjoy his luscious hair. And yes, yes, I said he does not look good as a philanthropist, but you know what? I'm taking that money and I'm going. So, and yeah, he's pretty. I'm not saying no. So yes, I would love to marry Kevin McGarry's character, Garrett, um, after we send his daughter to boarding school. I admire <laughs> your your sheer commitment to fucking and marrying these two actors. Time Every and time again. <laughs> We've been recording this for three years and without fail. <laughs> if you put a Tyler Hines movie, you know I'm gonna fuck him. If you put a Kevin McGarry movie, you know I'm gonna marry him, okay? I am predictable. And you know what, Chingai? I don't think we even need to discuss our kill because I think Ick of the Week 
has taken care of that for us or (laughs) which I think is just perfect so guys tell us your thoughts who would you fuck who would you marry who would you kill and do you agree with our ick of the week thumbs up thumbs down we'd love to hear from you thank you for joining us (laughs) thank you for giving us something to laugh about I know I know we need we need the levity and we need this happiness so Thank you, Hallmark, for always coming through. If you are not following us on our socials, please do at Make It Hallmark on Twitter and at But Make It Hallmark on Instagram. I hope I said that right. I have not said those words in two months, and maybe I got it wrong, but I think I got it right. And yeah, subscribe, like, share with a friend. We'd love to hear from you guys. And we honestly don't know what we're going to watch next, so hit us up. We'd love to yep. hear your thoughts. Play catch up with us as we go through. I don't even know what movies are available, but yeah, we, we're going to get through them. <laughs> we will get through this never again. And we'll see you guys next time on But Make It Hallmark. Bye.